Welcome to Raise Her Well, a podcast for the high-achieving stay-at-home mom with a not-so-pretty past. Your heart's desire is to equip your daughter to have bold faith and live well. I'm your host, Ashley Harvey, former college athlete and bartender for over a decade, now wife and girl mom of three. In this podcast, you will receive biblical wisdom, tactical health tips, and mom life encouragement. Make yourself a nice coffee or head to the gym. Let's dive in. Happy Tuesday. Thank you for tuning in to Raise Her Well. I really am thankful for you for listening while I really begin to figure out the intense, deep course of the show. And I just look forward to hearing from some of you about where you're listening from and what kind of things you would like to hear. We focus on this podcast, we focus mostly on raising daughters bold faith and living a healthy lifestyle and how we can equip our daughters to do the same. So if this is your first episode, welcome to the show. I wanted to talk about today, you know, I'm, I'm really struggling with planning and I'm a huge, you know, I talk about planning on the show several times and I've really been struggling with it because my baby has been sick and then my five-year-old was sick and then I was sick and it's just like going back and forth and We are actually home today from church and I hate missing church, but her cough is still pretty heavy and I don't, since her immune system is down a little bit, I want her to build it back up and get better. And she was in desperate need for a nap. So we let that happen. And today I wanted to talk about anxiety as moms and how some things can really just spike that fear or the anxious thoughts in us in regards to thinking about our daughters and their future. And I'm going to give you an example, kind of this actually happened last night and here I am. (laughs) I have a list of things I want to talk about topics. And as I was just quickly praying, trying to get together before my little one wakes up from her nap, which I think she's starting to wake up now. So I might have to put this on pause, but last night we, my husband and I went on a date and you know, you go on a date to connect and enjoy each other's company. And as much as you love your kids, you need that time together. Just like we need time alone with the Lord, time alone to work on ourselves. And I love going on dates with my husband. He is, he's fun. He's funny. He's super sarcastic. (laughs) And (laughs) <laughs> that might not be your cup of tea, but you get used to it after a while. And we have a good time and we decided to go to the movies last night. And I, you know, you know, when you go do something and it's supposed to be relaxing, it's supposed to be fun. And usually, I don't want to say usually we kind of split 50, 50 of like going to the movies and then the next date, maybe we'll go to the gym. The next date we'll go to dinner or just appetizers and a drink. We'll do something like you know, we try to keep it under a certain amount too, because everything is a little bit higher these days. And you go to relax, you go to enjoy each other's company. You don't want to go to feel stressed out. You don't want to go. It's kind of just to go take, take some time off of what you're doing, especially if you work in the house all day, like I do. And not that we stay here all day long, but you you get what I'm saying. (laughs) And we were out, we went to the movies and our movie didn't start till 8.30, so we um, were able to catch up and talk and 
we walked over to this little Italian place we go to sometimes. And uh, we, we did that. It was really fun. And then we get to the movies and we sit down. And I'm so excited because I actually love previews. I There's 15 to 20 minutes of previews. So if you want to see an 845 movie, just plan on it's not really starting till 9, 905. I'm sure you know that. But we were sitting there. You know, we got our popcorn, our treat, our diet soda. Yes, I said it. We love it. <laughs> and the previews start. And I am just still so disturbed. I don't want to say still because, you know, kind of processed it and worked through it, but these previews were by far the worst previews to movies I have ever seen in my life. And I'm sitting there and we're looking at each other like, what in the heck is happening? What is going on? So to preface, some of the previews were, let's start with it. There's a list, extremely racist, extremely violent, Let's see what else was there. Cultish, uh, in-depth, in-your-face, cult-like. And then there was this one movie that, you know, um, females are king. So kind of just the hierarchy, the order of things, and taking that role. Um, what else was there? Lots and lots of racism. And, like, we need that now, right? Like, we need more of that. Um it was just very disheartening, and and some of the scarier ones, the cult-like ones, were very, like, I don't even know how to describe it. It made me sick to my stomach. Like, I had to look away in some of the previews. For goodness sakes, the previews, and, you know, they made uh, drinking blood look cool. Just certain things like that, and I was like, <laughs> at that point, I didn't even want to be movies anymore. I wanted to eat the popcorn and have the soda and be with my husband, but holy cow, I was just like, if the previews are like this now, what is it going to be like when my five-year-old is 25, 35, you know, 18, you know, and, and then my eight-month-old and then my 20-year-old, my bonus daughter, I just, I was sitting there and I was like, I started to just get stressed out and anxious. And then of course I ended up having a hard time falling asleep. We talked about it on the way home and it was just disheartening to see that and kind of like let it in. And I ended up not sleeping very well, having a hard time going to sleep. And the only thing that I can pin to finally being able to fall asleep was getting to the realization that God, you are so much bigger than this wicked culture, this evil, like, you know, in agenda to want to culture shock, but also normalize things that should never be normalized. And I think that's where I fell asleep. <laughs> but we can get to these places where we start to have anxiety in regards to our daughter and their future. I mean, I know I was, and <laughs> my husband and I were talking about like, well, why, why would they have these types of movies? I, I honestly, I'm going to be, I hope I'm shocked if they do well, but, oh, and I, I did forget there is one that I even thought for a moment, I'm like, oh, that looks kind of funny. I think it's called like honk for Jesus or something like that. And at first I was like, yeah, I could, I could see that. But then as the preview continued, 
so we have all those things that I mentioned, the racism, the cult-like stuff, the sexualization of things, the um, backwards hierarchy of, of order here where it's like God's kingdom, you know, and then there was the Home for Jesus movie, and that actually came off extremely mocking of you know, a pastor, what he, you know, does. And then like, it kind of insinuated he was extremely unfaithful, which, Hey, what, you know, I'm not saying that's okay, but pastors and leaders of churches, they're just, they're men, they're human beings. But then the woman said something along the lines of, you need to get back in that pulpit so I can get back on stage. So in a way of like using uh, the message of Jesus in a way for self-glorification and getting herself known. And then it became like, kind of like almost mocking it, mocking Christianity, mocking that. Now I haven't seen the whole movie. I just watched the previews. I kind of hope I'm wrong, but just the way it looked um, was along those lines. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like, is there anything out there that's even like safe to watch or you can even go watch the previews. And so after I fell asleep, you know, I woke up this morning, amazing, my baby slept in a little bit. So that was great. And I went to read the Bible and as you know, my husband and I were talking last night, we're like, why? Well, it's the Bible is very specific. And then I was like, you know what? I know why. In John, uh, the book of John, uh, 10 verse 10 says that the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. And if I had to think about all those previews last night, each and every one of them fit in that category to steal peace, to kill any thought of, of Christ, of Jesus in our point of view and to destroy the hierarchy of the way God made things, the way God intended things, and to basically like destroy peace and how, like lead fear in us. And, and then also to kill what is actually right and what is not right, make that seem okay. Hence the blood drinking, the cult-like, the intense, like forced, um, sexual scenes that were in these previews, like, oh my goodness. And, and I'm like, well, okay, if, if it's like this now, and that's what gives me anxiety, but this morning, um, and then, and then, you know, the rest of that verse in John 10, 10, it says, but I came, Jesus is talking about himself, that they may have a life and ha have it abundantly. And I would much rather live in abundance. So I know that God does not want me to live in anxiety for my daughters. And I have to trust that he has their best purpose for his glory, their plan in his hands. And then also it is my job to guard these amazing gifts that he's given me and to not, and, and also as a mom, I'm thinking, okay, I need to start being a little bit more careful, even with previews. Like, what are you supposed to do? And, and like I said, I've seen some really good previews, but I was shocked with how, with how intense these were. And this morning I read this. 
And the light shines on in the darkness, for the darkness has never overpowered it, put it out, or absorbed it, or appropriated it, and is unreceptive to it. John 1.5. That's the amplified version. We are to recognize that this darkness, the darkness that we see, should not have any place in our life, for the exception that we realize that Jesus is the light, and he shined through the darkness and it the darkness will never overpower god the darkness will never overpower the lord and the darkness will never overpower me because i trust in him and then the other verse i read was because i did a, i do a couple different little bible studies and i keep going depending on how much time i have but it says behold I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too difficult for me? That is Jeremiah 32, 27. And I know that sometimes things can seem, especially, you know, sitting there last night, it was like later in the day, you're already tired. And I'm just like, holy cow, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What do I need to do? How, how can I protect my girls? How can I keep my daughter safe? I don't want them to see stuff like that. I don't want them to think things like that are okay. And I just need to, there's nothing too difficult for the Lord. There is nothing too hard for him. These things are, he already knew these things were going to be made, be created long ago. And I can rest in the fact that he has plans and a purpose for my daughters. And I can release and let go of any anxiety I have and just lay it at his feet. The last one I want to share is Romans 15, 4. For whatever was written in earlier times was written for our instruction, so that through endurance and the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope and overflow with confidence in his promises. And that is where I finally took a deep breath and was like, okay, I can be confident in this. I cannot be confident in the world or anything that is created in the world that is <laughs> made for entertainment purposes even. And But I can have hope and overflow with confidence in the Lord's promises and in his word. So that gave me a little bit more peace and actually a lot more peace than what I had previously had and gone to sleep with. And I kind of realize now too that because I am one of the gatekeepers, if you will, as you are as well, of my daughters and their life, and you know, along with my husband beside him, that I need to be aware of what is going on in the world, but not to the extent that you know I start searching and searching and spending hours on things that just st like steal my peace that I have in him. And I start to doubt and get anxious. And I'm going to kind of, I think maybe vet the previews <laughs> somehow the next movie, because we love going to the movies. We don't go often, maybe once a month. And I love good writing and seeing things that you know, I do love action movies. I do love good storylines, you know, with hopeful plots and <laughs> purposes. 
But when you see something that maybe, you know, steals your peace and, and it doesn't necessarily, uh, you know, steal our hope because we hope in the Lord. But when you see something that steals your peace and makes you worry and anxious and well, you know, immediately that that's not from God, that was, you know, an outer influence that you've had. And I'm realizing that I need to be a little bit more vigilant with what I let in. So I don't fixate on these anxieties of, oh my goodness, what's it going to be like? How are they going to No, And I can trust that the light shines on in the darkness and the darkness has never overpowered it. And to that extent, our daughters will be lights that shine in the darkness and we can rely on the Lord to lead them, protect them and his will be done in their lives and in ours. And I think what, what really <laughs> calmed me down with everything is that I came to the conclusion that, you know, I need to be more vigilant with what I see, but I also need a little bit more time in God's word. It kind of showed that I'm not spending quite as much time as I should since I was, I don't want to say easily shook a little bit, but I was kind of, I mean, five, 10 minutes in, I was pretty upset about what I saw and just kept thinking of my girls. And I know that the Lord doesn't want me to live like that. And I need to trust him and be strong because I can rely on him. And I hope this has encouraged you. I hope that if you are, you know, if you've had any recent anxieties in regards to your daughter, maybe their friends, maybe shows that they've seen, maybe something they watched they weren't supposed to, or maybe something you've seen and, you know, from social media to online to news notifications. Oh my goodness. It, it can really get you down. And I want to challenge you along with myself to, you know, I actually took off news notifications. I don't even know how that got on my phone, but I took those off because it was always just something horrible. And I don't want to say that we shouldn't know what's going on in the world. I believe it has its place. Maybe a five minute check-in per day is plenty to see, you know, and, and also where do you, where do we get our news from? We need to make sure it's a valid source of some sort. And that's hard these days, but I think there's this overall, you know, feeling or sense or unspoken thing in our lives that makes us feel like we are supposed to take on all of the cares in the world, all of the horrible things that have happened or, or this situation or that situation. And I don't believe that that is the call on our life. I, we are not, we are not that big or that powerful. And I believe the only way we can, you know, do things justice or help when it's something that's far away on the other side of the world or, and, and we read all these things, the only thing that we can do, which is quite powerful is pray and that's it. And I don't believe we're called to be these worry, these worriers, these moms who just worry constantly and we can't really be present because we're constantly anxious. That's, that is not from the Lord. And I hope that 
that you find peace in him. I pray that you look up these Bible verses. Again, John 1, 5, John 10, 10, and Jeremiah, I lost it here. It just disappeared from my phone for a second because I pulled it up, but let me find it. <laughs> Jeremiah 32, 27, nothing is too difficult for him. And we can rely that God is good. We do not have to be anxious. I am going to focus, <laughs> focus my thoughts on him and know that he is good. I do not have to worry constantly about my daughters and their future and what we'll be showing in movie theaters then. It'll be a never ending cycle. I can just trust him. And I pray that you do as well. Please come back on Thursday. I'm going to have a fun, quick episode for you. Have a great day. If today's episode inspired, encouraged, or challenged you, will you share with a friend? I would be so grateful if you could take a few seconds of your time and leave an Apple podcast review. This is the only way I know that you like the show. Feel free to connect with me on Instagram at Ash Harvey, that's Ash with an E, or email raiseherwell at gmail.com. Remember, you are a girl mom for such a time as this. Let's rise up and take our own places as daughters of the Most High King so that we can encourage and equip our daughters to have bold faith and live well. Until next time.